Welcome to Rocks Talks. It's good to see you on this Tuesday. It is the 13th, which means this is Happy Galentine's Day. You know, do guys have a day? Guy in time? I guess it's just they don't they don't have a day. I guess y'all don't have a day. But happy Valentine's Day to everyone who celebrates um, Valentine's. Today we're going to cover The Bachelor because there's uh, some Bachelor news going on that you need to know about. And of course, we're halfway through the two episode um, week of The Bachelor. We're also going to talk about the commercial that I can't believe I forgot during the Super Bowl that I actually love and might actually be better than I mean, the Beyonce one was, like I said, still because of of what it did was was really cool. But there's another one that's very interesting. Um, we are going to talk Beyonce because she's going country. Look at them jeans. Um, or she's gone country, I guess I should say. And then we'll also talk, I'll give you a little update on what I get to do today for the second time. It might as well be Groundhog's Day. Okay, so let's get started. First of all, the uh, the commercial that I forgot, cannot believe I did, was the J-Lo, Ben Affleck, Tom Brady, Matt Damon commercial that was hilarious. Did you see it? It was um, it was J- Ben Affleck wanting to have a boy band, and he he like crashes J-Lo's recording session and does this whole boy band thing. And kudos to Tom Brady, who was in two commercials yesterday, staying relevant with all the things. But it's quite funny if you haven't seen it. It's it's a really it's a really good one. And they have an homage to like, how about them apples? But they have about them donuts. It's just funny. You've got to check that one out if you missed it. Good one. Can't believe I forgot it. Uh, so, but Beyonce's commercial is still my favorite because it it had that ability to promote. And you, th- you talk about marketing and collaborations and whatnot. And as I do collabs with different companies, I want it to make sense for me. And I love how it made sense for her because it was like, drop the new music, which she actually did. She dropped two songs that were country. One of them is Hold'em Texas or Texas Hold'em. Sorry. And I forgot the name of the other one. I started listening to one last night in the middle of The Bachelor. So I listened to it more, but She's gone country. It sounded pretty good. Uh, I was listening to Texas Hold'em. They are on Spotify. People were talking about them being on some platform called Tidal, but they are on Spotify. They're on Apple Music and I guess Tidal as well, too. Some people, I think, were surprised, like Beyonce doing country. But we do remember she's from Houston, right? We do remember that being from Houston, she used to perform at the Texas Rodeo. Granted, she wasn't singing country music, but she's grown up with country music. Did you know that I actually grew up with country music? It was the only thing my dad would listen to in the car. Back then, he thought everything else was noise. Now, we realized he came from Trinidad and Tobago. So it was like steel pan music and all that stuff. And then he comes here and Calypso and Kaiso. And he comes here and the only music he enjoyed was country music. So whenever we're in the car with my dad, it was all country music. So when I think about my roots and I'll pull out songs, people are like, how do you know that song? What, you don't think I know country music? Like country in the 80s? Oh, my gosh. You name the song, I know it. Um, and I got Little Rock. I think I'm about to take you, slip you off in my head. So all that stuff, I know it. And I also listened to a lot of country when I lived in Texas, especially when I was at Baylor. So I've got the 90s country down and the 2000s. When you talk about the 2010s and 2020s, I still listen to it, but I feel like it got a little too poppy. And some people are like, that's when it was the best. I'm like, I don't know that that's true. The 80s country, 90s country, come on now. And then, of course, the late 90s to 2000s where you had Garth and George like going strong at the same time. I literally could listen to Straight off the bo- Out of the Box, which you don't know who that is. Oh, my gosh. With George Strait, four, I think it's four. No, it's how many different CDs, CDs, you get me? But it's, maybe it might be 10, 
full of it. We used to listen to it like from beginning to end. So all that to say, Beyonce can do country, y'all. Calm down. I cannot wait to fully listen to it. Like I might get a glass of something, maybe some wine, and um, listen to it and see and check it out. But she, but you know, we think about people dropping Easter eggs, and we don't always realize it. If you're not a beehive or like a Swifty, you may not see these these um, these Easter eggs. And I am not either of them. I appreciate both of them, but I'm not like a super fan of any musician which wasn't raised that way so I d didn't know but she did wear a cowboy hat at the Grammys I noticed that I saw that which is an homage to hello guess what's coming out two country songs so you have to check those out see if you like them there are some good songs out there maybe we'll talk about that another day that are some of them I'm, I'm sad that I like but they're still still good so let's talk about the bachelor last night or the bachelor in general so bachelor last night is a is episode one of a two-part bachelor this week they're doing another episode tonight which i thought hey that's a little risky but here's the thing joey has been the most popular bachelor for like four or five bachelor seasons why like what what about him is different well he's cute he's a cutie cutie and i guess maybe he is universally cuter than the last no shade on the others but i think also he i don't know there's just something about him that women are just he was the obvious choice. Let's let's be real. They did some interesting choices in the past. They had a lot of choices last season. They chose, I can't remember his name, so it was a J. Oh my goodness. Yeah, can't remember. He lives in Austin now. And he was okay. I don't I didn't think he was the obvious choice. It was like, okay, why are you picking him? And then the same thing with Clayton. I'm a Clayton fan, don't get me wrong. But he got like 10th or 12th place what was he doing there and I am not going to go into that today but you have to wonder the final four were all he got chosen so early and the final four were all I'll say it black and they picked they actually picked I mean, he was probably not 10th they actually picked the the white guy who got who who got the furthest got bachelor that was interesting I'm like interesting interesting choice alas his year was did not go well you had the matt jones which again that didn't make sense to me or matt james excuse me matt james you're a very nice guy and it's not a no shade on you but he was actually never in the bachelor franchise they decided they wanted to have a black bachelor and rather than picking a black bachelor for the first black black bachelor all of the black contestants they had before they pick tyler cameron's friend i don't know if i feel about that anymore. alas Joey is knocking out of the park or scoring some high, he's a tennis pro, so some tennis score that's a love. Maybe I don't know tennis. Um, here's what is interesting. Okay, I have to say, watching him objectively, and I've seen a lot of Bachelor seasons, so I watch it objectively, and I also watch it going, oh, well, the producer made her cry. You know this happened or that happened. I have to say, he is excellent as a Bachelor. Forget his looks. He's excellent as a Bachelor, and here is why. When the women do the trauma dumping, which is like required, like if you get a moment with him, you have to tell him all your deep, dark secrets that you would never tell anyone on the first, second, third, fourth, fifth date, but you're going to have to tell him this moment. And he'll go through an episode and have to hear like five or six women tell their sad stories and their vulnerable stories. And production will kind of mess with them. For example, last night, the, I, I can't remember her name, but she was, I guess she had some severe endometriosis so she doesn't know if she can have children they take their date they end up in a beautiful cathedral and a priest comes to talk to them and he's talking to them about relationships and he says a marriage is not complete without until you have children okay that's horrible production 
horrible. So she's all like pensive, like I gotta tell him, I gotta tell him. And she tells him that night. She's telling him, she's crying. And you know what he's doing? Not only is he listening, not thinking, what am I gonna say next? But he's like, you can tell he's intently listening. She starts crying and he takes his finger and he wipes her tears. Come on now. How is that not a great bachelor? And then when they do the group date, y'all, oh my goodness. They do this group date and, you know, they like to embarrass. That's what they do. They do embarrassing things. They are like, they're in Malta. And so they're like your knights, except they're doing this sausage on a string and they have sausage and cheese, like these big sausages, okay? And, and it's spinning around in a circle, kind of like how we used to do the ribbons. I didn't use it, but like Americans used to do the ribbons around the pole. It's like that. It's going quickly. And the women have to catch the sausage with their mouths. So they're telling them, it's just like you've got sausages flying in their faces, hitting them in the faces. So they they tell them what they have to do. And they're like, oh, this is something they used to do all the time. I don't know if it's true or not as a tradition the knights used to do it i'm not convinced but they're like joey you just go stand over there while they start and he goes nope absolutely not he's like if they're gonna have to do this i'm gonna have to do it with them how awesome is that he's like i'm gonna get myself embarrassed if they're gonna embarrass themselves i'm gonna do it too i'm not gonna sit there and laugh at him it's those little things that show you that he just his he has an emotional intelligence um that is up the wazoo like that is better than they've had in a long time so they are doing another episode tonight we'll see how it goes there there was a whole like <sighs> drama already between two and he did he he kicked one off and kept the other one the one he kicked off she her words were problematic to me she'd sit there and say that the other girl was torturing her she's being put through the ringer that she's uh, the devil and i'm like okay your words even if this woman has done something to you, even if Maria's done something to Sydney, Sydney, your words, like read the room. It's 2024. Are you really being tortured? And is that appropriate to say? Just asking. I read this was filmed. You probably didn't know what's going on in the world, but still, that's not torture. She's not the devil. And you're saying these things, and it's gonna like we're gonna see them. So now, sadly. The uh, her friend Sydney got kicked off. Her friend Leah has decided to pick up the torch and is also being super rude to this girl Maria, who is Maria supposed to be the bad girl. No one is seeing it. It's so bizarre. But here's and it's it's unfortunate because she was like America's Choice. America picked her to be on the show. But here's the weird thing about it. Now Sydney is getting on, and I wa I went to her Instagram to see, and yes, people are saying she was reading some. She was playing a voicemail of some horrible things people were saying. And she's talking about how for her mental health this is horrible and and how it brings back all these feelings that she's had in the past and how there are some th she can't she's not allowed to talk about the show, but there are some things that she wishes she hadn't said. Now let me just tell you, she was talking about the show a, a week ago and basically shading this girl Maria again. Like she, I think she thought America would be like, good on you for calling a girl a devil. And I guess my struggle with this is I don't think there's any, this is an unpopular opinion, but I don't think there's any room for any bullying. And when you see someone on TV, someone who's been on reality TV, and back then we didn't have social media, back in my day, but we did have chat rooms. And I did go to the chat rooms or the chat boards, message boards, and I shouldn't have. I saw some things that weren't nice to me. People are like, have amped that up by a thousand now. So I don't condone the horrible words that she or that's new girl Leia are now getting that decide they're going to be evil and rude. But I also don't give you a free pass for going on 
a reality show and thinking you can say whatever and decide that it's going to be po- that it's going to be okay. Being as someone who went through that and was conscious of my words, and yes, there's some things I said where I'm like, oh, that was a little, but to repeatedly say horrible things about someone and then now be like, oh my gosh, the trolls are being so mean to me. How dare the trolls be mean to me? Well, what about how dare you be mean to that girl? Like it's, they're both wrong is what I'm saying. And I wish she'd take some accountability. There's no reason she can't apologize. People apologize during the season all the time. So for her to say, I'm not allowed to talk about the show. No, you, you may not be able to talk about the show, but you can apologize. You have not apologized and you actually doubled down for a while, even though you, you deleted it. I guess my thing is this. The words, and she says in her video, the words you say matter and you should be conscious of your words. Correct. The words you said matter too. And I don't like this, like, what about her emails? I don't like the, okay, we're going to, I don't like the deflecting. You do something wrong, so you say, well, but what about you? So I do want to give the just time of people. You should not bully, and you should not get online, and you should not troll people. And it's, and she hasn't done anything that warrants what you've said. You can say you don't like her. That's fine. You don't like her. But you don't have to, like, wish evil things on her. And, and in the same breath, I would like the girls who said some horrible things to take accountability for it. Don't wait till the, till the woman tell, I'll do it now because it was really horrible. And we watched it over and over again. It's like, you said those things. You cannot blame it on production, creating a character because you said those things. And I always took up accountability. I understood that my experience on the show and what people watched are going to be two different experiences. I get that. Because I experience something in my mind and then you see it differently. And I'm and some things were out of context. Absolutely. But I said those things. I said those things. And if you just take the things that were said, the extremity, the extreme words used were unnecessary on her part. I just I, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. The I'm going to try and get sympathy before I apologize, I think, is bullshit. Okay, I said it. Um, so today, oh, yesterday, did you survive the Monday after the Super Bowl, which is like the most called off day of the year? My sister was wise enough just to get it off. She just eons ago took the day off. So smart on her. It was hazy for us. You know, we just got back and it was a very slow day for us. But I'm getting, I got back into the groove. I actually did a, uh, presentation, a live presentation for over a hundred people yesterday. You got to do what you got to do. I did say though, who decided to do this the day after a day after Super Bowl? <laughs> They're like, we were not thinking it's okay. I know. And I did a new TikTok video. So I got back into creating things cause I'd taken a little bit, a couple days hiatus on that. So it felt good to get back into the rhythm. So getting the house together, all the things. Uh, but if you aren't following me on TikTok, I'd love for you to do it. It's rocks talk show i do go live on there every day talking about just about whatever i feel like talking about really just kind of depends uh i'd love for so you need to follow me and you get an alert that when i go live but that's my place for going live these days just so you know if you're wondering where does she go live that's where i'm going live and what i like about it is i've done live television and live social media for eons done on facebook done on, on instagram what i've done on youtube what I enjoy about this is it feels like Wild Wild West. I feel like I'm out of my element. And so it gives me that little like, 
hunger to like figure it out. So I'm definitely enjoying that. Love for you to be on there. There were like 2,000 people on yesterday, which, whoa, not, I mean, not the whole time, but they were on that. So that can be, that's fun. Good times. Today, we have to go back. And the cat came back the very next day. We have to go back to the to the DMV. I think I told you, gosh, over a month ago that we went to the DMV and it was a long process. Be not the line wasn't long, but it took an hour with this woman. And what we realized by the end was she didn't know what she was doing and she was afraid to ask anyone. So she said our driver license were processed. We got our our license plate. Um, and she said they'd be in the mail in two weeks. She said, but the printer's not working. I can't print it out for you right now. Okay. So Leaf Scott's like, you know, we're never going to see those driver's license, don't you? I'm like, don't, don't say that. Don't, don't say that. He's like, we're not. I'm like, don't say that. Well, it's been a month. So I reached out to them yesterday and they're like, yeah, we see you paid. We see your paperwork. We don't see a picture. We don't see a driver's license. We're not sure why they didn't process it. And we can't do anything for you. You need to go in. Oh, for the love of Peter, Paul, and Mary. So, of course, I, ha- I send Scott this message. I just text him. He's in o- his office. I'm in mine. And I hear him go, I told you. I knew it. I called it. And I was like, oh, jeez. Now I got to hear him, like, all proud of. I'm like, don't be proud of that. You should have said it was going to be fine. So, anyhow, we have to go back. I have to look cute. I remember I wore the first time. I had to find something else where we had to stand in line because you cannot make an appointment because we don't have an online account because we are not from here. I mean, I'm from here, but not from here recently. Alas, we go in the line. So I will let you know how that goes. Maybe I'll get a driver's license. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just keep my Cali one. Thank goodness we traveled. And I was like, I don't even know if this will work. We rented a car. Like, I don't know if this is going to work, but we're going to keep on keeping on with our Cali one. Thank goodness it's not a state that makes you relinquish your driver's license. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Texas. Because it would have been quite uncomfortable. Quite an awkward couple weeks. All right, that's all I have for you today. I appreciate you, Julie. Thank you for your sweet message uh, and your poignant message. I appreciate that on yesterday's uh, yesterday's episode. If you'd like to comment, I'd love for you to do that. Please subscribe to this. Another Rocks Talks is coming. Uh, newsletter is coming out this week sometime. I'll give you some tips, on t- some some tidbits on that tomorrow. And yeah, follow me in all the places at Rocks Talks on the Graham Rocks Talk show, just like it is here on TikTok. I appreciate you. Go be great. Take care.